but I am blessed. We are blessed. And as I mentioned this morning and I read the verses, we're blessed because our sins have been forgiven. We're blessed because our transgressions have not been imputed to us. And, you know, the Bible indicates that the devil is the accuser of the brethren and he likes nothing better than to drag up your past, drag up your mistakes, drag up what's happened. And I know that... You know, I, I get it. Uh, you know, there are, uh, when, when trust is broken and when things happen, you know, you have to establish new boundaries and new parameters and it can't go back just to the way it was. There's accountability and vulnerability. I understand all of that. But with God, he puts it in the sea never to be remembered again. And that's what's so powerful about the blessings of God. And what you know is that if all of a sudden something happens and, and you try, it comes back to the surface, you say, devil, I don't know if you're bringing that back or what, but I'm glad that I know the blood has covered it. And because of that, I trust in the Lord. And I, I realize that it can be a constant battle and it can be a constant sense of I am, I feel like I am repenting and I feel like I am, uh, you know, uh, you know, feel like I'm in that moment uh, doing everything I can to maintain uh, going forward and yet as David wrote, Psalms 40, and we read it this morning, I waited patiently. He brought me out of the deep miry clay. He set my feet on the rock to stay. He established my goings. He put a song in my mouth, praise to God. And whoever wrote the song wrote it after Psalm 40, and I, I love it. And he said, trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that the Lord makes his trust and respects not the proud nor turns away to lies. Many, O Lord, my God are thy wonderful works which thou hast done and thy thoughts which are to usward which cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them they are more than can be numbered. Sometime you ought to just start thanking the Lord for things. When you feel like you're being overwhelmed and you feel like you're being uh, overtaken, by start, start making lists. You can't number the list. Like I said, I realize sometimes I... I, I'm not. I'm guilty. I don't get up and and thank the Lord for my elbows and knees and and um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In fact, I was I was in the airport and and I went into the bathroom and you could hear water running and someone called me and and they said, "Well, where are you?" I said, "Well, I'm in an airport bathroom." And that individual said, well, you ought to thank the Lord that you can go to the bathroom. I, I was like, well, I'm not actually going. I'm, I'm finished. I'm washing my hands. I'm walking out. But you're right. He said, no, you don't know. I just had surgery and I had to have this procedure and that procedure. And I said, oh, well, you're right. Thank the Lord. I, I hadn't done that. I didn't go. Well, thank the Lord I can go to the bathroom. 
Now you say, you shouldn't talk like that. My mother will get on to me after church from the pulpit. But I'm just saying, what are you saying? We don't think about all, we don't even count, we couldn't count all the blessings of God. Amen. You know, sometimes we find ourselves you know, overwhelmed and we, we say, well, Lord, this is going on, that, but he said, I couldn't begin to even number all the blessings. That's what David was saying. Psalm 71 is when he wrote at some point when he was much older, and I love this song because he is a gray-haired old gentleman, and he writes seven, Psalm 71, and he says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Cause me to escape. Incline your ear to me. Save me. Be my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to Save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O oh my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous <coughs> and the cruel man, for thou art my hope, O oh God, of my trust from my youth. I have been holding up from my womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee, but I will hope continually. I will yet praise thee more and more. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all day, for I know not the numbers thereof. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness and even of thine only. O God, thou hast taught me from my youth and hitherto I have declared thy wondrous works. Now also I am old and gray-headed. That's why I said he wrote it when he was old and gray-headed. What was David saying? I was born, I'm now old. God still been blessing. Oh, God still been merciful. God still, uh, you say, oh, well, this is something that when you're young and strong, you don't need God. When you're a baby, when you're old, and I saw this morning, and I, I looked at some of our seniors that were here, and I thought, you know what? There are some folks here that have been trusting in God for 20 years, 40 years, 50 years, 70 years, 80 years. What are you saying? God still hasn't changed. He is there in the midnight hour. He will answer prayer. I'm glad. I know who he is. I'm glad I can put my trust in him. You say, well, my trust, you know, in horses or in chariots, no. And he goes on, God forsake me not until I've shown thy strength unto this generation. And I, I want to encourage our older saints, it's your our job to show our show the Lord's strength to the next generation. To encourage them. You know what? God's able to help you. God's able to work on your marriage. God's able to, he'll see you through. I've been there 
and, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I mentioned it this morning about whatever tsunami comes your way, but there, I, I guarantee you, if I went around this church even tonight with, with so many even that are gone and begin to ask, have you ever had a moment when you've had a miraculous visitation or from God, financial blessing, health blessing, you would begin to hear the numbers of individuals that would say it was no accident. I, I needed exactly $59 and $59 showed up and this happened and that. Huh? What are you telling me? I'm telling this younger generation, you can trust God. He will show up in the nick of time. He is not a God that will save you on Sunday morning and forget about you on Tuesday. He'll be there. You can put your trust in him. You know, I know the Bible you know, has, has, says this repeatedly about trusting in God and it used to be on our money. I hope it still is. In God we trust. I'm here to tell you that you can trust in Almighty God. You can't outgive Him. You can't outworship Him. You can trust Him. Here He said, My strength to this generation, thy power to everyone that is to come, thy righteousness also, O God, is very high. Who has done great things, O God? Who is like unto thee? Thou hast showed me great and sore troubles. You quickened me again. Bring me up from the depths of the earth. Thou hast increased my greatness. Comfort me on every side. <clears throat> he ends that psalm by saying, I will praise thee on the psaltery. I will sing with the harp. My lips shall rejoice. Say, well, even when I don't feel like it, I have a song. I raise a hand. I, huh? Why? Because I've been blessed. Psalms 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. The New Testament, he said something like, you know, how do you get two things to come out, a blessing and a curse out of your mouth? Huh? Jesus said, and we have, we have an hour and a day when, when it's so easy to send a curse, so easy to say something negative, so easy to hit somebody with something that is bad, huh? And he said, I will bless the Lord most of the time. His praise shall continually... I have to be honest. I, there have been times that I haven't blessed the Lord. I've wanted to bless a few people and bless them out, not just bless them with a blessing. Huh? I will bless the Lord at all times. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. What are you saying? I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, if you will keep blessing the Lord, you will feel the blessing of the Lord and you will be blessed. Oh, they looked at him and they were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried 
cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. I want you to know if don't, you know, if you don't know what else to do, start saying, thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I bless your name. You say, but I'm so, I'm so anxious. I'm so fearful. You can't start very, can't go very long praising God and it, that whole spirit begins to lift. Huh? You, you, oh, taste and see. Come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? What man is he that desires life in many days that he can see good? You show the fear of the Lord when you keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. And are we living in an hour when it's easy to speak evil? You know, so easy. And he said, depart from evil, do good, seek peace, pursue it. It's a whole lesson in verse 14. It's not just enough to not do bad, but you've got to try to do good. Then you've got to seek peace and pursue peace. It's easy for someone to say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. They're not doing anything wrong, but am I doing good? And then am I seeking peace? Am I pursuing peace? That's a whole different level. Am I doing everything I can to bring peace to the home, bring peace to my life, bring peace to someone. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are open unto their cry. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, and the Lord delivers them out of them all. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants. None of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Psalms 111, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Solomon even said, wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than a weapon of war. Now that seems hard to understand, but you know what? Wisdom, you know, knowing what to say, when to say it, how to say it, is better than a weapon of war. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I can tell you a lot of examples where it would have been better if they had something, they could have talked their way out of it. Huh? The last one, and I know time is up and I'm stopping you from a, oops, sorry, I went to, there it is. Stopping you from pulled pork sandwich. Those of you that are driving and on your way here, just park over here in this far lot. <laughs> Psalms 1 starts off, blessed is the man. That what? Not in the counsel of the ungodly. And I know Facebook is so wonderful and everybody on there is godly and loves the Lord. TikTok and all of them are so kind. 
Everybody there is wonderful. Don't get your counsel from social media, folks. <laughs> you can always find somebody that will agree with you. Somebody that will tell you what you should do. This is not... It, it, you know, I, I guess, you know, if you're talking directly to somebody you know, I mean, I, I set up counsel with people from Singapore and Australia and around the world, but they know who I am and I know who they are. I'm not talking about Zooming and FaceTime that, like that, but don't, don't put something out there, but he said, blessed is the man that doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Because the next part is that you stand in the way of sinners and then you sit in the seat of the scornful. It's a progression. Before long, somebody will tell you this and somebody else will tell you that and then before long, you're, you're sitting in the seat of the scornful and you don't know who to trust and what to do. But you know what? Verse 2, David said, His delight is where? In the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Isn't that a powerful? That's a prosperity message. You want to say, well, I want to, I want to be good, successful, prosperous. Let me tell you how to do it. Be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. <clears throat> and then he goes on and said, The ungodly are not so, but they're like the chaff which the wind blows away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall prosper. In Psalms 119, it's full of, verses about the word of the Lord, but it opens up that psalm with the words blessed. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the way of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and seek him with their whole heart. They shall not do iniquity and walk in his ways. They shall, <coughs> thou hast commanded us to keep thy principles diligently. And Jesus himself said, take heed therefore that the light which is in thee doesn't become what? Darkness. What do you say? We have this treasure in earthen vessels. We get the Holy Ghost. We worship. We have a service like we felt. Feel the presence and touch of Almighty God. And it's a powerful and the anointing and the man I feel like it's wonderful and everything is awesome and can do and, and by the time I listen to a few news broadcasts and check my TikTok, my all my accounts, read my Facebook page, the light in me can become dark. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I just, you can feel like, oh my. And, and I realize, I know, I, know I, I, I get it. It's, it's, we're living in an hour in which the darkness 
is overwhelming. But never forget about the principles of darkness. You cannot increase darkness so much that it stops the light. You have to put a bushel over the candle. You have to block it off to stop the light. Because no matter how black the night is, strike one match, you can see it makes a difference. What are you saying? I'm saying if there was ever a time for people to see the church, see what we have, see the blessings that we have, how blessed we feel, it ought to be in this hour because folks aren't feeling blessed right now. They're not feeling, that. in fact, you know, you just get a sense whether you're in an airport or whether you're dry. It's like, you know, uh, there's just this oppressive, oppressive, dark feeling that is out there. I'm just being honest with you. That's Maybe I'm just being ultra sensitive. But it's like whatever the news says and you're hearing this report and you're hearing that report and then, you know, all of a sudden you hear some new report and you're like, oh my Lord, now what's next? And what's going to happen to this? And Confusion. You know what? But in the midst of all of this, we're blessed.